Hello, this is the Lecture Preparation Podcast. I'm Daniel Raymond, and today we're looking at the Baptism of the Lord, technically also the first Sunday of Ordinary Time. And there are two readings, two options for each of the first and second readings, and only one option for the Gospel. As always, I say, prepare both readings, because you will never know exactly what may be happen at the last minute in terms of being told which reading you're going to be doing. And besides, the practice of preparing readings will improve you as a lector. The first choice for the uh, first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah. And it starts with a very gentle and welcoming message about you who are thirsty, come to the water. You are hungry, come and eat. And it would be tempting, if particularly if this was the a much briefer version of the reading, if you're only doing, say, the first five or six verses of this, uh, this chapter, which is Isaiah 55, to do this in a very gentle, welcoming, maternal kind of style. But right from the start, we're told, this is the Lord, and the reading ends with the Lord making bold proclamations. And so you, could, you should probably bring up in tone and intensity the first part, make it a little bit more commanding, and, and but still welcoming, but not so much soothing as telling people to come. Uh, because then you, you have less of a jarring change when you get into the latter part of the reading, which starts with, I will renew the covenant, the benefits assured to David. Now, because the Lord in that point in time is, is Isaiah speaking as the Lord is giving very serious, important, and very, very welcoming, but also strong statements. And so if you start with a slightly stronger tone, you won't have to uh, make changes. Again, there are several places here where obvious pauses are called for. Each one of the couplets at the start, and again, these are, are couplets, all you are thirsty, come to the water, all who have no money, come receive grain and eat. So it should be done in, in, a, in a couplet style to bring forth that this, then that, then this, then that. And then it switches, and at that point in time, you could put in a good pause to take that switch from the couplets to uh, another good place to put in a pause would be just before, for just as the heavens, the rain and snow comes down, because he's starting a separate thought there or at least an, an associated thought, and a pause would be appropriate that. So let's take a look at it. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come, receive grain and eat. Come, without paying and without cost, drink wine and milk. Why spend your money for what is not bread, your wages for what fails to satisfy? Heed me, and you shall eat well. You shall delight in rich fare. Come to me heedfully. Listen, that you may have life. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David, as I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of nations. So shall you. Summon a nation you knew not, and nations that knew you not shall run to you. Because the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, who has glorified you, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him when he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his ways, and the wicked man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God who is generous in forgiveness. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, 
says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. For just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows, and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The Word of the Lord. The second option for the first reading is also from the book of Isaiah. This more is a direct reference to the Messianic prophecy of Isaiah. Again, this is, thus says the Lord, so you, you should do it with, with strength and conviction rather than rather than yourself being trying to be as meek as is being described by the, uh, by the person. When Isaiah repeats, I the Lord, and thus says the Lord, it's an obvious cue to put in a pause and start again with a new breath, with a new idea. This is a much shorter reading, so it may very well be the one that you're... Uh, church has, uh, will decide to go with also because it has the more direct tie to the baptism of the Lord. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit, and he shall bring forth justice to the nations, not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the street, a bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench, until he establishes justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait for his teaching. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out prisoners from confinement, and from the dungeon those who live in darkness. The Word of the Lord. The second reading is from the first, uh, again has two choices. The first is from the first letter of St. John. This is a very explanatory reading. John is explaining things, and so it is very important with reading such as this to understand the parallel structures and to put in pauses that have an emphasis that enhances the parallel structures in the logical argument that John is making here. So again, there's a lot of heady thoughts in this. And whenever you're dealing with a reading that has a lot of heady thoughts, take it really slow so that the congregation has time to digest those thoughts as you give each one of them and then move on to the next. I'm a reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is begotten by God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one begotten by him. In this way we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. For whoever is begotten by God conquers the world. And the victory that conquers the world 
is our faith. Who indeed is the victor over the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ. The Spirit is the one who testifies, and the Spirit is truth. So there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And the three are of one accord. If we accept human testimony, the testimony of God is surely greater. Now the testimony of God is this, and he has testified on behalf of his Son. The Word of the Lord. Again, note with that the the use of pauses and framing of each individual thought. That's how you get each of these thoughts into your congregation's head and have them understand them before you're suddenly hitting them with another one. There's a big difference between, oh, say, an audio book or a dramatic reading. The second option for the second reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. This is a historical reading. It's a factual historical, not legendarily historical. And so tell it in a storytelling fashion. Again, with good storytelling practice, you'll frame and and isolate with pauses each change of character, each time you switch from direct to indirect quotes, and each time a new uh, there's a change in the timeline. Uh, so let's go at this, a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak to those gathered in the house of Cornelius, saying, In truth, I see that God shows no partiality. Rather, in every nation, whoever fears him and acts uprightly is acceptable to him. You know the word he sent to the Israelites, as he proclaimed peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. What happened in all over Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. The Word of the Lord. When you are talking about uh, talking to the, uh, the people, do it with a, a, in a conversational way. Do it as if you know you are talking to your congregation as, as if these words are your words. And it will help your congregation to put themselves in the scene there with Peter and uh, the house and people at the house of Cornelius. The gospel for this week is only one choice, thankfully, and it is the uh, the famous scene at the river, the most obvious choice for the, the feast of the baptism of the Lord. And so, probably the most you know, we we, we in the previous weeks we have done a lot about talking about John, and so the first half of this reading is essentially almost a recap of what had been said during the season of Advent about John. But now the difference with this reading is we continue on past those and Jesus actually arrives and we have the magnificent words from heaven. So definitely those words from heaven. I I see lectures will just like continue to run from one to the other and do them at the same pace. Do them as if these words are really coming down from heaven. And that means they've come a long distance being heard all around the hills. So so they would have 
you 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 couldn't really say this this is 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 my 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 my, my. Um, not unless you were trying to do this as a joke. But you want to give it with that degree of spacing that would suggest that these words are coming a long distance from heaven. So let's let's give this a, a whirl here. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. This is what John the Baptist proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming up from the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Again, a very long pause you may have noticed I put between the preface about explaining John and then the start of the actual events. Uh, Again, it's a, a shift in time and a shift of focus, which deserves a long pause and then a restart in a slightly different tone. And again, you, you probably certainly noticed the difference in tone of the words coming down from heaven. Anyhow, uh, have a blessed day. I'm sorry I was a little bit later than usual in, in posting this uh, episode, Saturday before the Sunday. Uh, but things have been rather crazy here in Los Angeles uh, and the whole nation. Um, it's been quite a week and one that uh, hopefully we can find solace in these words of the gospel and the readings this week. Have a blessed day.